0: I will in the courts of the Lord. Hi, I'm Zach. And I'm Colin. And, and welcome, welcome to, to the House Plants Podcast. Podcast. We're here to talk about music, media, and the mission of Jesus. And all kinds of other fun
1: things. So, Colin, you want to start out with a song? I'd love to. This is a song called Flourish that we wrote a few years ago. It's based on Psalm 92. Hope you guys like it.
2: I will flourish in the courts of the Lord. Though the wicked like weeds, I will flourish in the cause of the Lord. I will flourish in the courts of the Lord. If you on my rock, and I will flourish in the courts of the Lord.
1: Band. I don't know, man. I think it's just a lot of fun stuff plugged into this uh, sound point. You'd know better than I would. All right.
0: Yeah, for those who can't see us, which is everybody at this point, we have all our podcasting equipment on a full size bed just kind of laid out, which serves as kind of a low desk.
1: Yeah, normally the uh, podcast, um, the successful ones are in california with lots and lots and lots of gear there's and no gear in kentucky at all in fact we uh we are surprised that the um twigs and sticks we plugged into our soundboard are actually coming through with audio so that i nice. was
0: actually just hitting my guitar with a rock
1: <laughs> it sounded really good considering <laughs> yeah maybe <laughs> so uh that's uh that's flourish it's a song that um i colin wrote Um, a really long time ago, and, uh, it kind of sums up a little bit what our podcast is kind of about what our, um, our, our focus is about. And, uh, Zach, we're hoping that we're going to be planted in the house of the Lord. What does that mean? Zach planted in the house of the Lord. Well, as opposed to being planted elsewhere, (laughs) Well, you the know, Psalm talks about we should just read the psalm. I would hate for you to be a weed or some grass as the, as the Psalm 92 says or anybody's enemy. Yeah, that wouldn't be good. Uh, yeah. Let's uh, let's read the podcast. Uh, well, Psalm 92. You go 92. ahead and read it. Okay. You want me to? Sure. This is the NIV. It is good to praise the Lord and make music to your name. O Most high. Sound familiar? Proclaiming your love in the morning and your faithfulness at night to the music of the 10 string lyre and the melody of the harp. For you make me glad by your deeds, Lord. I sing for joy at what your hands have done. How great are your works, Lord. How profound your thoughts. Senseless people do not know. Fools do not understand. That though the wicked spring up like grass or weeds, and all evildoers flourish, they will be destroyed forever. But you, Lord, are forever exalted.
2: But you, Lord, are forever exalted.
1: For surely your enemies, Lord, surely your enemies will perish. All evildoers will be scattered. You have exalted my horn like that of a wild ox. Fine oils have been poured on me. My eyes have seen the defeat of my adversaries. My ears have heard the rout of my wicked foes. The righteous will flourish like a palm tree. They will grow like a cedar of Lebanon. Planted in the house of the Lord, they will flourish in the courts of our God. They will still bear fruit in old age. They will stay fresh and green, proclaiming the Lord is upright. He is my rock and there is no wickedness in him. It pretty much sums it up for me. So what I like about uh, your song
0: is that you really went through and stayed very true to the scripture. You stayed true to the psalm pretty closely.
1: I think the songs are already in there. I think they were already songs. Psalms are kind of songs in themselves. So it's it's. I hope that I am doing the Psalms justice by putting a melody to them like you have done with so many of your works as well. Well, there's – yeah, there's
0: a couple different schools of thoughts when it comes to singing the Psalms. And back when we wrote this, uh I didn't really know about any of this. I've since learned in seminary uh, that there are actually whole traditions out there where only the Psalms are sung. Actually, when John Calvin started out, the reformers S- – uh, The reformers under John Calvin, that was the only worship songs they were allowed to do at first. And uh, if you go to Scotland, uh, you will find I've been there once. You will find the Scottish Psalter, which is a thing where they have taken all 150 Psalms and they've set them to meter and rhyme and they have different song compositions that go with each one. And so you'll look up Psalm 92 in that book and they will have a translation of it. Mm-hmm. that's set to a certain meter just a four four meter or th- uh, three four something like that yeah mm-hmm. and then the pages are split in half so the top half of the page will be the music and you can pick different uh pieces of music to go with it because mm-hmm. it'll fit with different things um and some people have stayed very literal to the psalms over the years and some people have kind of uh decided to reinterpret or reorder certain things i think yours is kind of a combination of a song that is like a straight transliteration. And uh, something that would be more like a psalm influenced song. Uh, it's you—you you clearly got the influence there, but you've kept in a lot of the original language, and so I think it's really neat
1: what you're doing there with well, the lyrics. Well, it's interesting because um, we're we're in that modern Christian, like modern Christian worship age, where the old tricks aren't as prominent anymore. So you've got a lot of guys who play with mm-hmm. their ear. Uh, as opposed to, um, somebody who understands meter and music, but doesn't necessarily know what they're hearing. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like the old way that you were describing with the way that they did the Psalter, the way that they, they put it together was easiest for someone on the organ or on the piano to pick up because it was a melody line they were already used to. Yeah. And then it just was about uh, finding that same melody line with, with words. Um, which is funny because now you, um, you look back at some of the old hymns that have words like, heaven with an apostrophe and then an N or or mm-hmm. instead of over
0: because they were very concerned with counting out the exact syllables because exactly it had right. to fit a certain melody 7878
1: seven, eight. Yeah, like exactly. you can't have over in there that makes it 9 you can't mm-hmm. do that
0: so you can change it to over, and it's one syllable
1: mm-hmm. so Zach um, now that we've uh, talked a little bit about worship uh and thank you for your nice words about my song Uh but uh, I'd like to find out or at least you could tell the people listening um, about a little bit about how you got into music ministry, how you got into, um, seminary, all of that.
0: Yeah. Uh, so for those of you that don't know me and Colin, we've actually known each other now for, um, over 10 years. We met when we were both in college at Eastern Kentucky. Uh, before that I had started to learn guitar and I was actually in a little band in high school and we I used to hang out at my friend Nick's house and we would stick the drum set in the closet and I would sit next to the crash cymbal. So my ears would get nice and damaged. Uh, And I learned rhythm guitar that way. And We weren't even a Christian band or anything. Uh, Actually, we mostly played instrumentals at first. (laughs) We had a couple different singers rotate in and out. Um, And I came to college and I met Christ and uh, gave my life to him. And I had become really good friends with a lot of people who were going to the Baptist campus ministries there and got involved on the worship team. And I served under a couple different, really great worship leaders there. And it just sort of developed from there. And uh, Colin and I met each other. um, It was like my junior year. Mm -hmm. And so I was kind of coming into the worship team as worship leader for my last year. And Colin at the, at the BCM, at the BCM mm-hmm. Colin was playing piano at a church plant that met in a building right across the street from there. And so we met up and kind of hit it off right away. I remember the first time I met you, you invited me out to McDonald's. I said, what are you doing right now? You hungry? Let's go get some food. <laughs> so we got in your uh, Saturn. Are you and- <laughs> sure it was like
1: 20 minutes till worship? Oh, we'll make it back in time. It's right on the corner.
0: Yeah. We got in your Saturn
1: and uh, went over to McDonald's. I will tell uh, the people listening a trick that I do to make friends. It's a little manipulative, but I think it's also awesome. And that is that you, without telling them, plan to pay (laughs) the first time you take somebody out to lunch. It's a good way to embarrass people. Not only that, but then the person feels obligated to pay next time. So you're guaranteed at least two hangouts. That's how you get
0: a second date with a male (laughs) bro
1: friend. Yeah. (laughs) And if for some reason – After two times hanging out and getting food, which the the person pays for the second time, if it doesn't work out after that, then you probably aren't going to make friends with that person.
0: (laughs) I think I still owe you.
1: No, I I think we're.
0: Although I did I did lend you my bowl chair once there for a few days. You did, yeah, that's true. Sorry, go ahead, continue. Yeah. Um. So you kind of invited me over to play with the Northridge team, and I invited you to play with the BCM team so we just did a whole bunch of music together over the years and
1: isn't that nice just like a, a an overflowing amount of worship music all at once right when we're on like the cusp of our friendship yeah it was like
0: the first thing we did and we really got to know each other um i another thing about that time at McDonald's i think you had a dream theater cd somewhere oh, yeah. tossed around <laughs> in your car and i was like okay This is a guy I can
1: talk to. (laughs) Any Christian who wants to uh, check out Dream Theater, they're an extremely talented but super progressive and like technical band. But um, a lot of the members are Christian or Catholic or Jewish or something. And a lot of that comes out in their music. And a lot of people don't know this, but uh, there's like maybe like 10 or 12 tracks throughout their career that are very like Christian centric. So. I don't know. It's one of those secular bands that I very much enjoy. Really great
0: stuff. I'm Um, a
1: big fan of theirs. If you can't tell. (laughs) Especially if you're
0: a music nerd, it's so good. Yeah. One of these days
1: we'll have Jordan Rudis on the podcast. Oh my gosh. Would I (laughs) flip the heck out over that? Um, (laughs) All right. So cool. And, and so now, you know, so many years of you doing music ministry. Yeah. And you and
0: I have both worked uh, at a couple different churches and, um, just following each other around, following each other around. Um, I ended up going to seminary at Asbury, uh, in 2016 and I've just been learning a lot and really just kind of soaking it all in while there. And there's some really great worship things happening there. Um, some great people lead worship in chapel and, uh, they're actually working on developing some songwriting things, uh, even some stuff based on the Psalms. Mm -hmm. Uh, the president of the seminary's wife, julie Tennet actually has her own psalter uh that they wrote together uh, and it's called the seedbed psalter and it's kind of like the scottish psalter i was talking about you can actually go in and look but it's all new settings so um in a way what we did way back then when me and you were like 20 years old writing the psalms into worship songs is kind of a new movement that's sort of sprung up so i'm excited to see
1: where all that goes well that trinity song that uh you kind of pitched to me was really neat because of when you, when you presented it in the way you did, um, my first thought was like, how elusive is it to find that specific sound? That sounds like a song. You know what I mean? Or uh, sounds like a, uh, an old hymn. I mean. We were going for a hymn. Yeah. yeah. But it has to like kind of be in that metered way, like a Psalter or anything else. So it's we wanted like, to change things up a little bit. So it wasn't,
0: so old sounding but it didn't exactly sound like a new hill song worship song either it kind of had its has its own flavor going for it
1: i feel like the gettys do such a good job of that Kristen and keith getty but um yeah they're like uh, they're like effortlessly good at making stuff sound like a hymn yeah <laughs> like in christ alone is so uh himmy you yeah. <laughs> don't really know uh why but you just kind of hear it and you're like oh isn't that like a hymn from the 1700s but no it was like written in 1990s sometime.
0: and i don't know a whole lot about music theory so you probably understand this a little bit better than i do but i'm so impressed with the fact that it can sound both major and minor at the same time like if you take a song like uh oh
1: yeah oh. what's the
0: one well there's in christ alone kind of does that okay yeah. um and then there's before the throne of god above
1: mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: sounds like it should be in i don't know e minor but when you play it on the
1: guitar it's in g um well like the cool thing about a lot of those songs i'll, I'll play something real quick if this is on so like what's fun for me is doing like the fifth and then like the fifth again minor which is what mm-hmm. they do a lot so they'll be like uh two five one but it's like you know a fifth of a fifth of a fifth and uh it always ends up sounding like very minor when you do it but at the same time um it's like a further step away from resolving that you have to step back twice to get to i don't know anyway i'm talking That's, music jargon but you know what i'm saying yeah <laughs> Well, that's just kind of the – that's it
0: with this podcast. I mean we could kind of go into music theory. We could also kind of go into the ideas behind songwriting, but we don't have to just talk about music. We can talk about other things related just to life in general as a Christian, um, just kind of living in this culture today. We could talk about uh, media things as both you and I have a broadcasting degree, and yeah. so we know a fair amount about uh, TV, film – video stuff.
1: Well, you, um, you talked about your background and I'll, well, I think this can kind of segue into that a little bit. Like I'll, I'll give a little brief background of, of where I came from. Uh, I, uh, was a a Catholic kid when I lived in Florida and when I moved to Kentucky, I, uh, my mom had stopped going to church and my dad passed away. So I kind of got to reinvent that. And it was through, um, a youth group that I started kind of getting into that. So anybody who's listening, if you're a, a teenager or a parent youth group is very, very good. It's, it's such a great thing. Such a great ministry. It doesn't seem like it. It seems like just kids hanging out, but it was very, influential as long as it's a good me. youth group. Oh, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's going to be bad influences I'm sure in everything, but, um, just being in the presence of a community that, uh, can kind of usher you into thinking about Jesus is is a good thing, I think. But, um, but so, you know, I went through the youth group thing and, um, got involved in a uh, uh, music as a music major at EKU when I graduated and I was kind of had my f- toes in the water with Christianity and it was our pastor, our mutual pastor friend who came in and kind of told me, Hey, uh, what if I want you to be on the worship team and how do you feel about that? And, and after, um, and I won't go into all this other stuff. There's a whole other chapter about me getting sick and stuff, but I'll just say that, um, Music ministry from then on was kind of my whole deal. And so it was great to meet you and have that encouraged and uh-huh. not just think that my music should be about, um, my own personal gratification or being a rock star or anything, which is what it was when I first came to EKU. You know, I think when you're younger, you kind of, your, your focus is, um, being uh, self-sufficient. Maybe you think like, I need to take care of my stuff and make this career work and I need to get a good job and be like a guy makes a lot of money.
0: It can also be about what others think of you. That's where I was.
1: Yeah. And so for, and so I'm sure both of us in different ways, but came to the same conclusion that living for something more than just yourself is kind of, uh, is, is the start of, of what turned me on to Christianity in a big way. And then, you know, I met Jessica and, um, but yeah, so, uh, one of the things that keeps coming up in our talk is, um, kind of the gifts that we're given and how we can use those gifts and what that means. Like what's, how, how can God use what, what we've been through and, and what we can do now. And so this podcast is a big part of hopefully a culmination of those things. Um, music, uh, you said music media and, and the mission of the mission Jesus of Christ. And so, uh, Zach, what do you hope to get out of the podcast? What are you trying to accomplish?
0: Oh, not fair. I was going to ask you first. Okay, well, you can ask <laughs> me. I've been talking a lot. I didn't want to overshadow you
1: or anything. Yeah. So, I mean, just what, what good things can God use this podcast for? Yeah. Well,
0: um, you know, I, I think that in a way our idea with the podcast is sort of nebulous um, I think it will become a bit more focused as we uh, move on and see um, who is kind of responding to what we're talking about um, but I think that it should be a place where we should be able to have conversations that will help people that are listening hopefully um, for me personally uh, one of my passions is people who are into music and into creative fields um, so I want to be able to help people who are either artists or musicians, songwriters, or maybe people who work in the media um, directors and writers and things like that. Um, mm-hmm. I want us to kind of have these conversations together. What does it mean to be a Christian out there uh, sort of in the industry? Um, are you creating stuff uh, for like a Christian purpose or are you maybe making more general kind of music or media and you are influence pe- influencing people through your relationships, which is another way that I've seen uh, people do that, especially people who work on movies and stuff like that. Um, so that's kind of one of the things I want to talk about. I also love to talk about songwriting because it's just a passion of mine. It's one that I've discovered and stepped into a little bit more recently. Um, so I would Because love- of your
1: classes at seminary.
0: Yeah, and I would love to kind of continue uh, – in what I've sort of learned and what I've been kind of trying to discipline myself to do, which is to just sit down and write more. And so maybe there are people listening to this who are, uh, who want to write, but they just don't have the tools to do it. Or maybe they lack a little bit of the motivation. Um, We can kind of help with that uh, because we've been there. Uh, I've been, I've been in a writer's block before that's lasted years and um, just how to kind of, Make yourself sit down and do it. In a way, that's kind of what we're doing with this podcast.
1: Exactly. We want to
0: create some creative content and we need a starting place. And so that's going to kind of be this. It's going to be the hub of Zach and Colin here for the future going forward.
1: Yeah, I, um, I agree. I think, I think that sometimes when, um, nothing is really panning out and you have, you have something you want to give to God and you want to give to the community of God, you, you really just have to just start like force yourself to take a first step right so uh, the podcast is a big part of that i i would love to see this podcast help um help start people on a road back to god through scripture i would love to to maybe get some good conversations going uh raise a few questions that um our listeners can take back to the scripture and and really delve into and figure out um Another thing that we're planning to do is to get yeah. guests on the show and hopefully um, get their unique perspective. Uh, we're talking about um, worship bands, authors, uh, pastors. We have such a great um, social network, if you will. <laughs> Literal social network, yeah. not like a digital. <laughs> that was one of the things that
0: kind of impressed me. Um, a few weeks ago, Colin came to me and it, you were kind of the initiator on this idea for the podcast. Colin said, Look, let's start a podcast. And I was like, I don't know, like, what are we going to talk about? Uh, but then we kind of, we just started talking about it and we started talking about all these friends of ours that we could invite on as guests. And um, we just realized that me and you both together, we know so many people doing so many amazing things out right. there.
1: Um, and, and people we've yet to meet that I would love to, I mean, yeah, I feel like you and I have have moved uh, in and out of both Methodist and Baptist background, and then sure. some more, and
0: would, outside the church as well. And
1: outside the church, yeah. But I would love to I would love to um, hear from more than just that. I would love to hear from every walk of Christian life, and and just get because um, here's here's the thing when you're when you have somebody else who you feel like is asking the same questions you are. I feel like you immediately know you're not alone in your contemplation. And I feel like the best place a Christian can be is a seeking Christian, not yeah. just a stagnant Christian. And so if you're constantly asking those questions, you're constantly reevaluating, uh, kind of where you are and consistently yeah. going back to the scripture, you're always going to be, um, in a good place spiritually with the Lord. Cause if there's ever a time when I say, let me just tell you this, Zach. It's every time when I say, oh, I know everything I need to know about the scripture, I want you to slap me hard in the face.
0: Yeah, uh, <laughs> me as well. I mean, that's that's where we want to go with this eventually. We want to make sure that that people know that we're not claiming to be the final word on anything. Absolutely. We are the, we're the initiators of conversation, maybe the facilitators of conversation uh, where it's warranted. Um, but yeah, one of, one of the biggest mistakes that I, I think people could make. And I've seen this is just going into any situation where you can learn something and assuming like, I already know what I'm talking about. I don't need this. And maybe I just don't understand that because I did not have like a theological degree before. So I'm kind of coming into this with fresh eyes, like wanting to soak everything in. Um, but I feel like that's kind of just how mine and your personality is anyway. Um, you know, we, we want to listen to other people
1: and, um, well, I mean, I, 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 too often in my life and too often in my walk with the Lord, I've felt like God is speaking through people in my life, especially people yeah. that I know are living a righteous life. And hopefully we'll have a chance to talk to a lot of those people and yeah. and really hear from them. Um, and so that's, that's an important thing to me is a lot of people, uh, and I mean, this may be a t- subject we talk about, uh, hearing from the Lord, like, audioly, like actually fi- like physically hearing his voice versus Um, I don't know. Is that something? (laughs) I mean, uh, a lot of people would say, yes, it is. But then other people maybe in their own mind might say like, I don't know if I've ever actually heard that. Yeah. Or if it's just been more of an influence. Um, That's one thing. Uh, There's, Mm -hmm. I mean, there's so many things that we can breach. uh, And so like, hopefully going forward, if you guys continue to listen and we'd love to continue to have good discussions with you, um, you'll hear about kinds of uh, subjects like that. Like, um, Theology versus action or um, uh, what's some of the other ones we talked about, Zach? Uh, like the feelings, um, opinion, uh, uh, dictating the church versus like hearing from the Lord about what's supposed to be. Oh,
0: yeah. The church. Yeah. Um, how much of what we hear in church is personal agenda versus how much is from scripture. And can you read scripture and teach scripture without your personal opinion.
1: It's probably much, much harder and maybe I'm an idealist, but I, I think that, uh, the, the goal of any Christian is to try and get themselves out of the way and get, yeah. and get God's perspective first. Yeah. But, um, uh, that's easier said than done. I think every time you read the scripture, you're probably deriving something personal from it. So it's, it's, um, it's a tough thing, but yeah, these are the kinds of subjects we'll be, we'll be really opening up. We, uh, and again, it's not the final word because We're not experts or anything, but, um, if you've been, if you've been thinking about a question Mm -hmm. in your walk with Christ, or if you just have a question in general, even if you're not a Christian and you just have this floating question in your head that you feel like nobody else can really answer for you, um, this is the podcast for you because we're going to open those questions up. We may not, uh, give you much of an insight because, uh, part of being a Christian, part of the responsibility of that is to take. Those questions of the scripture, take them to the yeah. Lord, and so and we're humble about it too. If we're, we're the, so humble, listen, <laughs> I just want to brag on how humble me and Colin are. Zach, I just want to let you know right now that you are you are so humble. But I would say, out of the two of us, I am a, just a little <laughs> bit more humble than you. Not to be mean, or we anything. can have a
0: contest
1: and see who does better at being humble, okay. so that
0: they can brag about it.
1: <laughs> well, um, I humbly accept your challenge, but maybe for a different time. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> We're already getting into the uh, stupid jokes. Um, sure, sure. But,
0: yeah, I mean, if we, we can point people in the right direction, I think that's what our job is.
1: So maybe the last thing I'll ask for both of us to maybe talk about and answer a little bit is um, this question that I've kind of had as our first little theme here. What does it mean to be planted in the house of the Lord? Like Psalm 92 says, but also uh-huh. the song. So, Zach, we'll start with you, and then you should just ask me in the same fashion.
0: Sure, sure. What does it mean to be planted in the house of the Lord? Um, Yeah, I mean, (laughs) you think about just kind of the literal sense of where you're – and I I did know, like, research on this beforehand. This is not a prepared thing, so (laughs) I could be just pulling this out of nowhere. But what it makes me think of is – where your feet are planted. Um, In the Bible, the imagery that it's using is like a plant. And so if you've got a plant that's planted, that means it's roots go down somewhere. There's gotta be some soil. uh, There's gotta be a place uh, for you to grow. And um, it may be a bit cliche. Uh, Jesus uses it as a parable even, but I think that there are some soils that are better than others and even the name house plants that we came up with was based on on this psalm it's a house plant because we were planted in god's house Mm -hmm. Um, will flourish in his courts he's the place where we have soil that runs deep that's full of all that good stuff that plants need uh to grow and so i think that um It's not a guarantee that everything in your life is going to go great. Both of us have had all kinds of adversity (laughs) that we faced. Um, but I think it's also, I think that it's also a promise that, that God is there, that he holds you, um, that he's got the container where your roots are planted. Absolutely. And I think the Psalm speaks to that as well. Um, the flourishing that happens, you know, it, it's easy. I think if you want to read it a certain way, uh, you could go prosperity gospel, which for those who don't know, uh, is kind of a line of thinking where, uh, people are interpreting the Bible to say that if you're a Christian, everything's always going to go great for you. And you're even going to have financial success. Mm-hmm. Um, that's not promised anywhere in scripture, but I think what God does promise is um, that he, he will care for your soul, and you just read Psalm twenty-three that He leads you beside still waters, um, prepares a table for us in the presence of our enemies. So even if on the outside things look like uh, the enemy is winning and it looks like people are finding success, and we're not, we're stuck. Um, God has other plans, and and He He knows what we need to flourish, and so He will promise us that. Mm-hmm. So what does it mean to you, Colin, to be planted in the house of the Lord?
1: Well, I actually really like what um, what you were saying about how uh, the world may not turn out the way you want it. Your life may may be kind of rough at times. Um, I feel like uh, a good <laughs> example is when uh, they tried to hoard their food out in the desert and God said, you know, I, I'm preparing what I need for you each day. And so for me, I think that's a cool to think about because at any given time in my life and me my wife's um struggle we always have just enough to get us to that next place in our life we you know when things are really tough there always is is just enough of a resource and uh I, i feel like i attribute that to god um almost every single time because of how uh razor thin like a margin would be and then something always turns out um but i would say that the the thing about being planted in the house of the lord um it, it's it, it's not the first time we hear about like uh plant imagery in the bible I oh love, no <laughs> I it's lo- all over the place <laughs> i like john 15 first john 15 i think that says maybe it's are you talking about i am the vine and you are the branches exactly right. yeah. yeah so um i like that he says you know if you stick with me on that vine you're gonna do well and yeah people who don't may fall off and 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 the same with the uh, Psalm 92. You, yeah, you're gonna wilt away if you're not planted in the house of the Lord, and that's sad. But it it seems to be um, a universal truth uh, because, like you said, that joy comes when we're planted in God's court. And so, the the great the great thing, yeah, is that um, once you're planted in the house of the Lord, you feel that hope that um, that trust that God has your back. Like he's, he's, he's living with you. He's, um, uh, suffering with you. He is serving, um, a greater purpose. Like you're serving a greater purpose to him. And, and it's through that, that you kind of feel like a constant, like, uh, uh like you're like a special kind of father is always there. And so, yeah. um, that's what I think it means. I think that, Planted also means like a permanent kind of thing you know what i'm saying yeah you can't uproot yourself and you know yeah so i like the idea that once you're planted you're gonna grow like a tree of lebanon just like it says
0: and so um but these are not necessarily the the gifts and blessings that everybody can see on the right. outside right
1: mm-hmm. and we can i mean we'll have we'll have a uh, plenty of time to to go over that in the, in the episodes that come uh maybe get into our life a little bit more um but, uh, but yeah, for now, I'd like to just say um, we really appreciate you guys listening We really had a lot to talk about just in this first episode. Yeah. And uh, we, we really hope that you will tune in uh, next week uh, or next episode. It may not be a week. We'll see how we do with that. Um, but yeah, uh, Zach, did you have any other closing notes? I don't think so. Just uh,
0: where to find us, which we will provide kind of in the show notes at the bottom once we get all our things up and running we just made an email houseplantspodcast at gmail.com um we're not just looking for guests and and although that would be great uh but we're also looking you know for feedback we're looking for questions absolutely um your ideas about things we should cover um we really kind of want to make this a community hub
1: and please email um it's Houseplantspodcast at, at gmail.com dot com. and please email us if you have any prayer requests. We'd love to get a nice, get us new up on news. Facebook. We'll have something we can definitely pray for you guys in episodes. So we will, um, do unspoken, whatever. Uh, but also, like Zach said, uh, feedback is great because it helps us to understand like the community we're speaking to, sure. Yeah, but yeah, hopefully, um, maybe uh, SoundCloud, Patreon, YouTube. Yeah. Uh, In the future.
0: And that being said, we're going to use this as a platform to announce things that you and I are both working on.
1: We have a lot of music projects we haven't had a chance to really accomplish. And hopefully with any kind of prosperity at all from the podcast, we'd be able to support ourselves a little bit doing that kind of stuff. And In the past, we haven't really had any money or time to put towards doing any of this kind of thing. so.
0: It's even a place where we're going to be able to talk about it some. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And just like you heard at the beginning of the podcast, the Flourish song. Yeah. Um, that's an original song. Uh, we, we're we probably going to uh, switch up next time and have uh, a Zach Kratzer song. And then hopefully as we go along, we'll have some of the stuff we wrote together, which is – we have a few. We have mm-hmm. our individual stuff, and then we have a lot of stuff we've written together. And then hopefully – through that we can we'll do be- some dream theater stuff oh my gosh no <laughs> immediately all the money we've made from the podcast is taken away we get an email from uh john Petrucci, and he says not cool guys <laughs> but no uh, um it would be it would be really great to hear from you guys and hopefully um this has been a good time for you guys a good opportunity to listen maybe um raise some questions that you've had and um yeah Thanks for listening. Thank you very much. God bless you. And we will see you next time.